1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sweet, the Ladies' guide to bro culture. This is the podcast where I, Gina Bloom, a transgender female comedian, uh, bring in some of my favorite funny ladies to talk about experiencing uh, something from bro culture for the first time. It could be a movie. It could be a sporting event, a book, whatever. Uh, And then I also bring on uh, someone who is a fan, a designated apologist of that particular piece of work, and a lively discussion ensues. And boy, do we have uh, a fun one for you today. Yes, it, we are continuing our Fast and Furious Super Marathon. Uh, we are up to number three in the in the uh, release chronology, but number, I think, seven in the actual like, timeline of the films. It gets very complicated. We are talking about uh, the odd duck in the franchise, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is about a young man that, for the life of me, I can never recall what what his character's name is. He is played by Lucas Black. He is supposedly 17 years old. He looks like he's 32. He looks like the gym teacher at his high school, but he is <laughs> actually the bad boy. Uh, and he gets in a car race in, I guess, in some southern state, uh, drives through uh, a frame of a house and blows up a car and thinks that it's okay. doesn't understand why he's sent to live with his, his hard ass father in, uh, Japan, um, as opposed to going to juvenile hall, even though again, he's like 32 years old, um, which he should be fine with. He's like the biggest guy in juvie, but, uh, he ends up going back there and, uh, yeah, drifting ensues. And we're going to talk all about it. Tokyo drift, uh, Released in 2006 to not much acclaim, 38% uh, Rotten Tomato meter reading. Uh, Let's see here. Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian says, The only drift you'll experience is the one towards sleep in his one out of five star review. However, uh, Neil Smith from BBC.com did like the movie. He says, Lynn's enjoyably stupid action flick keeps the thrills coming thick and fast it was a lukewarm review but still slightly positive uh and in the studio today to discuss tokyo drift we have some guests i'm very excited to have uh we're gonna start off with our first time initiate she is a mainstay of the new york city comedy community please say hello to irene fagan marrow hello irene this is your first this is your first time getting fast and furious
0: yeah wow Wow. I was a Fast and Furious Verge. We popped the cherry and it sure popped. It It snapped. It popped pretty hard, I'm sure. I love your intro was like that was the first like three minutes of the movies. Like he drove his car through a house. (laughs) Then he got sent to Japan. And his mom was like, time to move again. Yeah,
1: time to move. Sorry.
0: I watched my boyfriend. I I was like, can you just like move and evade jail time? Is that a thing?
1: I guess when you're when you're a 32 year old (laughs) minor, I guess you can do that. They didn't want him running the juvenile hall is what I'm thinking. They didn't want him taking over juvie with his like with his established like man muscles that he's had, you know, since the Vietnam War. That's that's what I'm guessing.
0: (laughs) The whole film is riddled with those like how old are these characters? Who's in high school? Who's not like (laughs) and those who aren't. Why are they hanging out with high schoolers?
1: Yes. Why What is going on in this film? All right, to pick back up with the with the um, with the summary, so he gets sent to to Tokyo uh, to live with his hard ass father that that makes the rules and then promptly disappears from the entire film. Uh, oh yeah. He with has no like three lines. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then he uh, quickly falls in with the street racing community and then later with the yakuza somehow. And stops being a high school student, which is fine because he's a giant. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look like a high school student at all. And uh, ends up getting, because he's a hothead, right? And he ends up getting to a race. He he dares like, he dares DK, the Drift King, the Drift King (laughs) of Tokyo, to a race, not knowing that it's a drift race. He doesn't understand because he comes from America where they don't drift. They just drive in straight lines. <laughs> so basic. <laughs> yes, so basic. America, don't turn at all, and they have a race inside a parking garage, <laughs> and he doesn't understand that they're they're drifting, which is basically turning like an idiot, and um, gliding out of control. Gliding out of control, and he wrecks a car owned by Han, who is the like suave, low key confidant of the local yakuza bosses, <laughs> also. Including DK whose uncle is in the Yakuza. And this is, again the, the tortured plot lines to these films are just are just they're just I, I love them. Is uh,
0: DK in high school?
1: DK, I don't know. DK's not in high school but he's, he's dating, dating a high a school schooler. Girl. Yes. So he's at least a creep. He's a, definitely a creep. And he's he's like a yakuza wannabe, and but he's the king of drifting. That's that's why he's that's why he's known as DK. So it's okay. He's got that going for him. Yes, DK is okay, and you know, and Han is there. He's like the assistant to DK, but he's also stealing from DK.
0: Yeah, I. did not get that until it became like a major plot point. It's a very strange relationship.
1: (laughs) And then Han gives him gives uh Lucas Black the keys to his car to do this race with DK. And it comes out that Han is actually the Drift King somehow also. And everyone is everyone's like in awe of his car. That is like some amazing machine that um Lucas Black promptly wrecks. Oh, destroys. And destroys. <laughs> and then he becomes like Han's like enforcer slash slave until he pays back <laughs> the cost of the car slash protégé slash protégé yes <laughs> all while being a high school student whose father's disappeared out of japan entirely a man who has it all really absolutely yeah this is <laughs> this, this is this, is, this is movie is only an hour and 45 minutes and it already feels like it's five hours <laughs> he long. also
0: learns fluent japanese he learns fluent japanese <laughs> like immediately <laughs> absolutely
1: yes Speaking no Japanese whatsoever. Well, they actually, they,
0: they, she like, at one point she's like, You're a fast learner. And like, oh, they established that. Like, yes, he's a fast yes, learner. That's his character trait. He's,
1: he's John Travolta from Phenomenon. He just, <laughs> he just learns languages <laughs> just like that.
0: But he's also just somehow very dumb otherwise.
1: Well, I mean, they taught him the name, they taught him the word for slipper. Like, in that scene. Oh, where, yeah. In
0: the first school
1: scene. Right. Yeah. In his first and only scene in high school. And <laughs> <laughs> then he becomes a fluent japanese speaker slash ace drift driver slash yakuza enforcer slash 32 year old high school student <laughs> with no father i don't know what's Many going hats. on either there's so much <laughs> going on in this film uh and then uh han dies in a car accident but irene plot twist coming at you since you're not a since you're not aware of this franchise it's actually not a car crash at all he was actually murdered by the villain of the seventh film, Deckard Shaw, who oh becomes one of the heroes in the eighth film, who is actually the titular Hobbes in Hobbes and Shaw. This series Jesus Christ, deep. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was watching it with my boyfriend and he was like, oh, he loved Han. I was like, I don't know who this is, but he was very pumped that Han was in it.
1: Han is, Han is the soul of this franchise somehow, even though he dies twice. Yeah, and I felt nothing when he died, but I assume if I had watched any of other
0: ones, I would have.
1: But honestly, if you'd watched it, you know, in the order that it came out, you wouldn't you would have no idea because, you know, this is the third film. Oh, right, It's just, all out of order. Yeah. Han's just a character at that point. But they brought him back for the fifth film because or for the fourth film, rather, because um, the director, it's the same director and like their childhood friends, Justin Lin oh. and, um, and the actor Sung Kang. They're, like, childhood friends, so they uh, he cast him and then sort of, like, re- re-chronologized the film so they could get his character resurrected.
0: It's like, I feel like Star Wars is the same way, and I feel like this is, like, very bro culture where they think it's, like, genius to do things out of order. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just fucking being confusing. Like- <laughs> and, like,
1: even, like, Quentin Tarantino, who, like, loves to, like, have a film and then it like it goes to a certain point and then you rewind to like see what this other character is doing and like dudes are like oh that's so right that's so cool <laughs> look he's like, i'm a genius he's, we're seeing the scene from the other perspective like wow. fucking like memento
0: yeah like memento <laughs> like it's just a movie backwards
1: or like or um yeah exactly or like <laughs> like once upon a time in hollywood where it's like just a bunch of dudes hanging out for like two and a half hours. And then, Greenlit. you know, the Manson family shows up for no particular reason. But <laughs> also the whole thing is out of order. So we just make it confusing just because we can. And, you
0: know, you just, you know, because they're like, that's genius. I'm like, all you have to do is write an outline and then scramble it. Yeah. Like, Done. <laughs> right, just, like, <laughs> take pages
1: and randomly reshuffle them. All right. Uh, we're gonna get to some clips here in a minute. Our our second guest is running a little behind. Brian Yang will we'll we'll get him in here. But uh Irene, give us your uh, first impression of the film, your very first introduction to the <laughs> fast franchise.
0: I mean, I should preface it with saying like I hate cars. I have no I saw the tweet, by the way, that you said something <laughs> yeah. about disassociating. I've never watched a car chase scene without dissociating. Like I just like check out. I was like, I don't know who's driving which car. Here, like I will take this to my grave. All cars look the same. Like, literally, every single one. They're not cool. They're not safe. It's <laughs> unresponsible the whole time. I was like, why don't these high schoolers just like go and do some drugs? That would be so much safer. Yeah. So I was very anxious and like upset the whole time. <laughs> but I can appreciate I appreciate a bad film. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was trash. And I was also like, I can't believe that like men have given me and have given women shit for liking like rom-coms when this is the fucking trash they watch.
1: <laughs> kind of a rom-com. Uh, not so much this film, but but there's definitely a lot of romantic tension in the Fast and the Furious franchise in general. Um, but yeah, this is basically like, like male rom-coms like it's 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 genre specific it's dumb and it's just a bunch of like pink and green cars crashing into each other (laughs) for an hour and a half
0: i can't pay attention to action like i think i my attention span for it is like a solid like 10 to 15 seconds and then i'm just like out
1: what oh this is wonderful all right so <laughs> given, <laughs> given your given your structural problems with this type of filmmaking <laughs> tell us what you think uh tokyo drift is about
0: i think it's about a boy who becomes a man yeah because in the beginning he is not taking responsibility for himself sure and in the end he tells his dad and their um unearned emotional moment his dad comes <laughs> now he's back like i have nowhere. to clean up my own mess i can't keep running yeah which i think was you know he was always running drifting if you will yes. from his problems drifting from problem <laughs> to problem absolutely and in the end he uh finally takes care of his own problem by uh doing what he always did which is racing right, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> fixing solved. his problem with what he started all the problems he solves <laughs> his problems by doing the same thing over again but and when- he wins <laughs> <laughs> right so and yeah in wins. that
0: sense it was gorgeous a gorgeous message
1: all right we we have heard irene's uh hot take on her first <laughs> viewing of Tokyo Drift and uh i will summarize quickly as not impressed okay so <laughs> and now let's bring on our 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 um apologist <laughs> um who i'm getting the vibe may not be so apologetic <laughs> uh he is a He's another mainstay of the New York comedy scene. He is one of the co-hosts of the What's Eating You podcast. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, perfect. And uh, he's one of my favorite dudes around. Uh, Please say hello to Brian Yang.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Yes,
1: (laughs) very (laughs) excited for you to talk about it as well. All right. Uh, You said before the taping that uh, you hadn't seen this movie in quite a while. And uh, give us your impressions on the rewatch.
2: Yeah, the movie came out when I was 18. So I have like that brain. Oh, yes. From absolutely. No, I in, totally get that. And I hadn't seen it since then. I- I'm 31 years old now. Yes. So uh, <laughs>
1: definitely some development has I've happened.
2: I've had a since few, then. yeah, a few more brain cells develop since then. And uh, man, immediately the movie is like, you couldn't make this anymore. <laughs> like no. immediately they're. Beating an effigy (laughs) of a Native American for no reason. It's like, why is this in the movie? And then. Yeah, uh, in the
0: beginning montage. Yeah, when when, when he walks
2: into the high school. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, Because they're like the Pelicans. And then, like, context clues, I guess they're going to play like the Redskins or something. Yeah, they're playing
1: some sort of like, some sort of like, yes, some sort of like thing that's some sort of cultural appropriation team (laughs) and they're beating it. They're beating a Native American effigy. For no reason this does not need to be in the movie at all. But let's let's also not forget that he he did um he did make like a a disappointed face.
2: He he was like, "Yes, he was our like, hero,
1: our hero." Uh, that Sean. was the establishing Sean shot. Sean. <laughs> I was having such a hard time remembering that guy's name. Was, <laughs> I uh, know. just calling him Lucas. Aggressively underwhelming person. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel like
2: also even for back then he was not an attractive lead, Uh but I guess the franchise was dying and that's all we could get. Yeah. Is, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was originally Lucas conceived Black. as
1: like a direct to like video. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they gave really? it at the last. Yeah, So with like, that budget. If you know, they had these things back around then where they spun off franchises. I don't know if you remember this. They spun off franchises into like direct-to-video. They did that with like American Pie, Legally mm. Blonde, Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they yeah. just they took other actors like cheaper actors. Even and spun um, them American
2: off. Psycho. Yes. they did
1: with yes. Mila Kunis. I saw that, it's and it so has bad. nothing
2: to do with the
1: original. It's really crazy. They did yeah. a lot of this in the early two thousands. Yes, yeah. that was like a big thing, and. For whatever reason they decided this movie, among all of those others, like DTV spin offs, this was the one they were going to take to theater. Like, this is the one like, oh shit,
0: we're going. Got lightning in the bottle here. I think
2: Bow Wow was very hot at the
1: time. Bow Wow was Oh hot? my God.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: There's a lot of early 2000s. You're like, no oh. longer Lil Bow Wow. The soundtrack really took me back to high school. I was yeah. like, "Wow!" Yeah, that was. This is the
1: sounds of my youth. Definitely a lot of <laughs> definitely a lot of the 2006 going on in that soundtrack. Yeah, I kind of remember Bow Wow having like a cameo role, and this is gonna make me look like such a such a dingus for remembering this. But <laughs> um, he like like a cameo role on like Entourage season three or something yes, like as that. As a comedian, as a comedian, yeah. Bow and well. like this was the time of Bow Wow. <laughs>
2: I'm also a entourage apologist. I'm a terrible <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> I love the Fast and the Furious franchise.
2: Entourage is my favorite show. Real Time with Bill Maher is
3: my favorite.
1: <laughs> no, oh my God. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. <laughs> Brian has promoted himself to my new co-host. <laughs> I'm looking him to apologize I'm for kidding, everything. Kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I hate Bill Maher.
2: <laughs> entourage I've grown out of.
1: Fast and the Furious, I'm still in. Fast and Furious, we're still in. But Tokyo Drift dates well you know hard. what's
2: funny Fast and Furious has grown with me I feel like. it has mm. absolutely fast because and the as the series has gone on it's not like woke but it is like not quite of the big
3: <laughs> a- <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is where the apologist comes in of the big action franchises it is the most inclusive in terms of women people of color behind yeah. the scenes uh it's like very
1: trying to catch up with that but yeah, yeah. I-, I get that yeah interesting I mean, women are like they finally had a like a female villain, and she was white, but she had dreads, so <laughs> which is uh, the most evil no. thing yes. you can do? <laughs> so, so,
0: so that counts as diversity, I think. Yeah.
1: Check. <laughs> villain with white dreads. Uh, this is. I'm loving this discussion. Uh, let's let's jump right into it. We're gonna play the the trailer to yeah. Tokyo Drift, and then we're gonna have. I anticipate a very lively discussion <laughs> following it.
4: Ready, set, up. go. It's called drifting. What do you mean, drift? No, you the cars are lighter. The tires are slick. When you drift, if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. Still need a dictionary? On the other side of the world, on the wrong side of the law, a new style of racing rules the Tokyo Underground. How you guys get away with this? And all the best drivers want in. Who's a tourist? Let's see what the kids got. Then let's race live on the edge, anything can happen. You came to the wrong place. Now, in a place where life moves this fast. There's a lot of money. Are hey, you're moving up in the world. You got to elevate your company. The bigger the risk, the greater the rush. Stay away from me. All my life, people have told me I don't fit in. <laughs> Maybe I've just been in the wrong place. <laughs>
3: Come on! Hey, 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 look, what's
4: up! Almost over now. Life's simple. Make choices. Don't look back. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo
3: Drift
2: you don't have to ever you it no more, it's, almost it's
1: almost
0: over now oh yeah Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that's the stuff yes. oh yeah that's right I'm ready to watch uh, it again oh the my trailer god got me hyped
2: <laughs> by the way the part where they say uh he doesn't fit in anywhere. He's literally a straight white dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's literally a straight
1: white <laughs> dude. Also, he's yeah. a fucking giant compared to everyone. Yeah, it's like and I don't
0: fit in anywhere. And everywhere he goes, like the first scene is like the ho- the hot girl is like hitting on him, and then he goes to Tokyo, and the hottest girl in class like checks him out. Yeah,
2: he's getting like I fucked the entire movie. Yeah. He's like I can't find my groove,
1: <laughs> and then he's he's in high school for all of like five minutes. And then becomes a yakuza enforcer. <laughs>
2: <That> <laughs> He's also seventeen and is clearly thirty-five years old. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in real life,
1: his yeah. haircut too. Oh, yeah. There's Not so doing much any going favors. on. <laughs> so so much going on in this. I don't even know where to begin. Is I think the actor
0: they're... Southern or that yeah. was a? He okay. is.
1: He. Have you ever seen the movie Sling Blade? No. Uh, well if you know anything about that it's Billy Bob Thornton this came out in the 90s Mm -hmm. and he's like this mentally ill man that lives in the south and he befriends a little boy and then he ends up killing the little boy's stepfather because he's abusive and that kid from that movie is Lucas Black Oh, and I, I, I never saw him in anything but Sling Blade and then Tokyo Drift and then in five minutes of Furious 7
2: He's also in
1: Friday Night Lights, the movie. Oh, I I did see that. I don't remember him. He's a
2: quarterback, I believe. And now he's like a series of regular... He's like the second lead behind Scott Bakula on NCIS. uh, (laughs) Love it. I'm a huge (laughs) Lucas Black fan, by the way. (laughs) Celebrate the entire career of I think he's a good actor, honestly.
0: (laughs) Is that bad? (laughs) In this? What do you think of his acting in Well, you are the
1: apologist. Well, here's
2: the thing. Fast and the Furious, which I think... Why the franchise has been so strong is because mm-hmm. it's aware that it's bad, where a lot of movies are not yeah. aware yeah. that they're bad. So everyone's on the same level of bad acting. Yes, sure. There's no one that outshines. I think a bad a bad movie true. is when it's uneven and like someone's sure. really good and someone's really bad. Fast and the Furious, everyone's equally bad. Everyone's pretty That's fucking a really cheesy. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So, so I, I want to talk about um I want to talk about the character Han. Uh but before we get into the discussion of Han, uh I wanna hear Irene, I wanna hear your impressions of the character Han coming into the series cold. So for Han sure. is like the you know, he's he's the the mentor figure for, for Sean.
0: Yeah, I mean I think he totally outshined Sean. Did We said his oh, name Oh yeah. Sean? Sean. Yeah. Sean Yeah. <laughs> Br- Br- Han. Br- Brian finally <laughs> gave us the character's name. <laughs> Brian's favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I like to me. He was the main character. I was down with Han. I could understand the charm, the but I didn't like. I didn't feel anything when he died because I don't think I had that like. Yeah. knowing who he was and like his his full. All right. Weight.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I I I talked about this on another episode, but I, I I'm I'm so excited to hear Brian do the same thing. Brian, please explain Han's importance to okay. the chronology and to the spirit what? of this franchise.
2: <laughs> Irene, this is going to so blow bad. your fucking mind, okay? I'm ready. So, the chronological order of the Fast series is not Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift. What happened is what? they made. I know. It's more confusing than Star Wars. You know how Star Wars starts in episode four yeah, and they go four, five, I six, can't. and then they do one, two, three, and now they're at seven, eight, nine? Fast and the Fury is similar, but even more convoluted. Even more Perfect. Yes. <laughs> so it actually goes one, two, four, five, six, three,
1: seven, eight. <laughs> but it's even more confusing than that because he gets killed, Han gets killed at the end of six. So it goes six, three, six. Yes seven eight and so you're correct in not
2: feeling anything over hansa death (laughs) perfect but they retcon it so that you do in i think like 10 years time because they bring him back after he dies and how they explain it is like oh this fast and the furious takes place before tokyo drift which is also insane because there are so many shots in tokyo drift where people are using flip phones to record drag racing So clearly not the same time. It's timeline. like 2000. It's supposed to be 2017, but it's clearly 2006. Oh my god!
3: But then Fast and the Furious
2: Five actually takes place in like present day. So it's like the cars are all wrong because they're from the wrong time. And yeah, the, yeah they're the, not even trying. They're like, not even like, trying. Not yet. Even trying. <laughs> and and like, later I we find that. out that Han didn't die in the explosion.
0: Okay, that's see. I was I thought he was gonna not be dead. He crawls out because like, I was like, no one, yes. no one seems to get hurt in these movies. (laughs) And they they can still bring
2: him back I think because they've done that with Michelle Rodriguez.
1: Yes there's there I I believe there's some rumors about Han coming back yet again. Because
2: so they reveal in six that he crawled out and lived and then Jason Statham
0: out of the exploding car
2: comes out on a motorcycle (laughs) and shoots him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jason Statham (laughs) then becomes the villain of the seventh film. (laughs) But it gets more confusing because as we said earlier Jason Statham becomes a hero in the eighth film Mm -hmm. who we find out was actually being somehow controlled by the villain in the eighth film, The Lady with White Dreads.
2: Yes. So he killed um, Han, but it wasn't really his fault. And now- Don't
0: you hate when that happens? It's the the worst (laughs) when you do a murder on
2: accident. And so he becomes basically adopted by the- Fast and the Furious crew. Yeah. And now he has his own franchise, which is an offshoot. But, which is the. Do they know what he did? Or is it like secret? They do. Which is what's fucked up. They know what he did, but like a big staple in all the Fast movies. uh, In this one, there's a scene where they're drinking on the roof. And looking at the city, like look at all these sheep. We're not like them, right? That's (laughs) a scene in every Fast and the Furious movie where, like, the two bros connect over a drink and, like, yeah, we're different, man. We just live our life. They don't fit in anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, and they do that scene at the end of Seven, where they accept Jason Statham into their group on a roof, and they're having a barbecue. Like, man, we just did so much international crime.
3: (laughs) For life. <laughs> and that seems
2: even crazier because in real life, The Rock and Vin Diesel hate each other. So they CGI it for no reason. It's just like this, people talking. That's and strange. they're clearly not in the same room. It's nuts. They
0: can't even film a scene together? No. They won't even be so together. So every
2: time you see The Rock, he's like clearly by himself.
0: Like reaching out yeah. for us. It's the weirdest scene ever.
2: It, it, it does not need to be CGI, but they're just like, because The Rock's such a huge star, they're like, we gotta do it this way.
0: It's, yeah, amount of money that yeah. might just go in
1: and he had these are the most successful movies in the entire <laughs> yes. world
0: yes. worth it worth this billion
1: dollar franchises
0: you don't need on-screen chemistry so uh oh my favorite thing about
2: han's backstory too is in fast five they go to brazil and they're gonna um rob a bank and <laughs> sure. they're like we need someone who can blend in in brazil And I'm like, oh, they're going to get like a Spanish guy or a Latin guy. And then Vendiza goes, I know a guy. And then, (laughs) boom, cut to Han.
3: An Asian dude?
2: (laughs) What? Oh, my God. (laughs) How he blends in in Brazil? There's actually two guys, the twins, who are like, I think, Brazilian that are in the movie for a little while. And and it's not them. They use them for something else. And it's like... Those are the guys. I got just the guy. He's Korean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it gets even more confusing. Even more confusing than that because in the 90s, the director, Justin Lin, directed an independent film called Better Luck Tomorrow. Right. uh, Introduced the character of Han and Justin Lin has gone on record and saying it's the same guy. So this guy, Han, was introduced in an entirely unrelated film about a bunch of Asian kids stealing computer equipment and then forming a street gang.
0: Oh, he's a real baddie.
1: Yeah, and then he gets mixed up with Toretto, who is Vin Diesel's character, who you see for like five seconds Mm -hmm. at the end of this film. (laughs) And then... After he pulls some, after he pulls some jobs in part four, he says, "I think I'm gonna go to Tokyo and see what's up." Right, and you're like, "No, yeah.
0: <laughs> we know what's up." Yeah, yeah,
1: and th- there you go, and that's and and then Han. That's it. That's that's kind of how it works, but kind of not. And somehow, it's 2006 and 2017 all at the same time. Correct. We don't time know after. exactly yeah. how it works. There is
2: some. If they introduced time travel into the Fast series, it would not be jumping the shark
1: anymore this point. It'd be like, yes, that's <laughs> no, the that only actually other, adds up more. Yeah, that's the <laughs> only other the only can way go. to explain a lot of what's <laughs> yeah. going on because
2: they've done is time everything. travel.
1: My my big complaint with these early Fast films is that they're just straight up destroying these cars with these like working class <laughs> people, or they're giving them away. They're like. I only race for slips or like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Like trading cars.
0: I I was getting upset because they were like, oh, let's race like in the end um, the, it's like their friends that they hang out. And I'm like, you guys are putting your friends lives at risk. <laughs> <laughs> like racing. Like someone's could easily die.
1: It's not yeah. like a fun activity for your, you and your buds. <laughs> like, yeah, this, they're, they're risking each other's lives. And these cars, they're like a hundred thousand dollar cars. and like, if I lose, you can have it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when Sean and Han are talking, he goes like, "Why did you just give me a car?" He goes, uh, you know, I just—I believe in how, you." Yeah, like, a, he goes like, "That's how I gain I, people's trust." I, I see what? something in you. <laughs> it's like you give people cars, and then that's how yeah, you okay, gain Oprah. their
1: trust. <laughs> <laughs> have a car. That's this is <laughs> how you, I got money. It's like, how about you guys, like, hang out a couple times? Yeah, that's right. Just, like, yeah, just, like, go catch a movie or something. <laughs> right. Like, go talk. Just I saw
0: at the pop. end, I was wondering <laughs> if this was going to be coming, too, at the end when they, like, have the, like, title card that's, like, all of these scenes are done by, like, professional
1: stunt doubles. Like, don't do this at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Um, are we going to play another clip? This is, um, scene that's kind of hard to set up because so much of this movie is, feels disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> but um this is a scene where uh he gets sort of introduced to the is introduced to the you know to the Yakuza world. Um and I guess that's I guess that's the only way to describe it. And here it comes.
4: Easy now ladies. Come on. Hands up the kid girls, he's underage. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Disneyland for grown ups, huh? All these girls, man, they look like... What, models? Check it out.
2: See, Tokyo is the fashion capital on this side of the planet. Right? Now, imagine you've been posing all day. That's a lot of hard work. Not only do you get tired, but on top of that, you want to have a little fun, but you can't. Because you don't even know nobody in town. And most of the guys around here are too chicken shit to even try picking up on you.
4: So what do you do? Man, you talk to the little dude who makes you laugh.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Look, man, I don't just think outside the box. I tear it up. It's my thing. Yo! I am it kind of snickers, so she ain't.
1: All right, we just watched the, um, the entering, you know, the disco scene, and then he gets a free car for his trouble, and, um, my question, uh, to Irene and Brian uh, about this scene is, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is Bow Wow there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why? There's, there's so many questions about this scene. Bow Wow, who is like
2: actually legitimately 17. Yeah. But, like the stark contrast between him and Lucas Black. It's like this guy is, it looks so weird that they hang out together.
0: Also, did Sean say
1: a word in that scene? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, he just, he like, just did, like, smiled. He did some sideways grinning <laughs> and that's about it. But also, what the hell was Bow Wow saying? Like, he's like, Sean was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "These models are from the fashion capital of <laughs> Asia, and guys are too chicken shit to say say what's up." So they come for me, this underage little boy <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> who sells Snickers. <laughs> who sells Snickers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, not answering anyone's question. No, no <laughs> completely apropos of nothing. Yeah. Also,
2: uh, there's a few characters that show up. Uh, throughout the movie that are like Supposedly in shot, uh, Han's crew but they don't speak At all it, they're kind yeah. of just like a proxy For like the original series where There was a crew and you could feel Like there was a connection with everyone Because everyone had lines and dominic would talk about how they were a family but yeah, you had yeah, like yeah. this uh, chubby dude and like a couple other asian guys who never speak but they're just like always around right they're just holding wrenches and shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they like
0: wrench at the ready
1: <laughs> right. and then they cheer
2: for uh lucas black when he races and yeah like, yeah i guess
1: that's the crew that's that's the that's the tokyo crew yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> all right <laughs> uh irene yes your, your boyfriend strong was like very excited to get you into this <laughs> series <laughs> is that yeah. correct
0: yeah he uh he loves all of them. I've never seen any of them. I, as we discussed, I don't have patience for cars yeah. or action. Or yeah. Men. <laughs> um, and he watched this one with me, too. He was like, oh, you got to watch it. We're going to watch
1: it together. But then he what was, was his reaction on the rewatch?
0: Well, he was like, this is the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> he kept like prefacing that. And I was like, you don't have to like worry. Like I'm not going to like it no matter what. <laughs> so, like, you don't exactly. have to like, feel anxious. Um but I mean, he he
1: loves Han, so he was very excited about that. I love Han too, and like, and I I and I, I believe Brian and I we've discussed this before, um, just in like, in like various like, off the cuff internet comments like you're also a Han love Han fan. Uh, I, I, you know, I I was an Asian kid and then I became a white woman, uh, (laughs) as we all know. Um, That is the glow up, the 2019,
2: (laughs) the 2009 to 2019 glow up that we all could wish for. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, you know, growing up as an Asian guy, uh, you know, seeing Han as like, as first as like this cool, like character that, you know, is is like the the Dom Toretto of this movie. Mm -hmm. Right. He's He's the proxy for Dom. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the, the mentor and then uh later on in when he comes back to the franchise he's like a romantic hero he mm. gets like a love Ooh. interest mm-hmm. han's hot han's he hot is, he's always with two women too he's always with two women to drive men. home That's the point know. yes That <laughs> Han fucks that yeah. Han fucks now what i what i do want to share is that i actually used to know the actor sun kang back in oh, really? my day we were kind of friends for a little while Damn. and he had um he had a restaurant In LA, called Sakitini, that uh, I went to a few times and we hung out a few times. And like, and I see him um, here, and like, I I never had a chance to tell him, you know, when I was a dude that like I wanted to bang him. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, Sung Kang, if you're listening, (laughs) just get at me, okay? (laughs) It'll be be weird, I promise you.
2: (laughs) It's so cool because, especially in 2006, there yeah. were no male Asian characters that were like sexually desirable. Exactly. And none. they built Han to be that. Like he was yeah. I mean even the villain is too. Yeah. DK? Yeah, DK. DK. Yeah. DK is pretty hot too. DK. DK was uh he was with Neela. Yes. And it, uh they had like I wish there was a little more story there because he was just like a huge toxic douchebag. Yes. But there <laughs> was like a quick <laughs> scene where she goes, you've changed, DK.
1: It's like, oh, maybe he was <laughs> nice
2: at one point. <laughs> I really when she said that. Yeah. <laughs> you've changed. You've but changed. I thought that was cool because like usually... Uh, the hot girl is with the villain, and you're like, "Why is she with him? He's an absolute douchebag." But she did add that he's he had changed. He had changed. She had, you know, he, being the nephew of Yakuza's uh, number you. one yeah. guy changed. That was you. like
0: pretty sympathetic too to show right. that he was just trying to like impress his uncle. Yeah, like... right.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was he was he was just a little scrub. He was you know a little fish in a big pond. Exactly. And, and he, he dies, know. or
2: is he? Is it unclear? Mm.
1: He Not flies off he a does. mountain. He flies he's off fine. a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <He laughs> no, no, no. yeah, no. I mean, if he were on the team, if you're in the family, he'd be fine. But right. Given that he's an antagonist, he's definitely dead. Right. Yeah, Jason a- Statham came and shot him. in Yes, Jason Statham shot <laughs> no him. No one feels <laughs> any sadness about right. his death <laughs> <on Hill. this laughs> list. Uh All right. I want to talk a little bit about um, the very end of the film, Irene. Um, <laughs> you get a glimpse of Vin Diesel.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> what's funny is the only thing I knew really about Fast and Furious, besides like cars, yeah, <laughs> was that like Vin Diesel and The Rock are in it. <laughs> yeah. So the whole movie, yeah. I was just waiting for <laughs> Vin Diesel or The Rock to show up. And then it was literally the last five seconds. And I was like, oh. Well, keep anyways. in mind,
1: so this is, so let me set the scene for you. Okay, so Fast and the Furious comes out in like 2001, it's a huge hit and it's like the first time that Vin Diesel has had a hit film <laughs> and like it gets to his head a little bit and he doesn't want to do Too Fast Too Furious mm-hmm. so they have to rewrite the film with um Paul Tyrese. Walker and Tyrese Gibson yes, yes mm-hmm. absolutely uh and he he bails and then and then there's like a long fallow period for both the franchise and for Vin Diesel like the hits don't come for Vin Diesel his films don't do all that well and then the franchise isn't too fast, is not a beloved film. Mm-hmm.
2: And like in real life, street
1: racing was dying down. Street racing was dying it's down. Like, it's
2: crazy. <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause Good. laughs> the franchise has outlived yeah. the premise of what the movie yes, is. Yes, by far. Yeah. Yes,
1: by... That's hilarious. Like an entire generation <laughs> of like kids. Like the kids that were like in the street racing are now parents of children. Right. And they would like I mean sleeping <laughs> up a yes. yeah yes.
2: Sleeping up a civic is like not cool. Anymore, no, absolutely.
1: You know? Like no one cares about Souping up a bunch of civics. Like who
2: would do that? Right now we're like all socialists, everyone would just be like that's a waste of money. (laughs) We need
1: help
3: here. Don't put lights underneath your car.
2: Have
1: you heard of ride sharing? So irresponsible. (laughs) (laughs) So by the time Chokyo Drift comes out vin has faded street racing has faded and like the franchise has faded and like i said it was supposed to be a direct video thing and then they, at the last second they decided to make it in the theaters and then here is young me and i'm sure uh i don't brian you can confirm this here's young you watching it and then all of a sudden vin diesel pops up at the very end and there was an eruption of cheers yeah in the oh <laughs> it's yeah.
2: because that was signaling like, oh, this franchise might still be alive. That's yeah, amazing. like there's yeah. a chance that there could be more.
1: Oh, so of it this. was like, the, oh,
0: there's gonna be more. Yeah, since you showed yeah, it. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: And it was like, oh, it connects. It's not just a bunch of other people racing. Like, we never see Vin, and like, I feel bad, uh, Irene, that you didn't get a lot of Vin Diesel because like he is the feature attraction mm-hmm. in this. So, uh, for our third clip, we're yes. gonna we're gonna do something outside of the <laughs> franchise. Ooh. But I'm gonna give you like. Prime Vin Diesel. Yes. I'm going to give you oh. all of the Vin that you were missing in <laughs> oh, yes. just one second. I
0: was waiting on the edge of my seat <laughs> for I'm, go- I'm going to queue
1: it up, and I'm going to do it uh, in secret so you don't see what oh. I'm doing.
2: And quicks aside, yes. Vin Diesel was not paid for this movie. He got the rights to the uh, Chronicles of Riddick character from yes. Universal. So he was like, yes. don't pay me. I just want like the rights to this character that... Also turned out to not be successful. <laughs> yes. <that's laughs>
0: who is his manager? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well he's fine now because he's, he's
2: grew. Fine. Like yeah. he's so rich. It's insane. Oh I'm now bad. he's yeah. like yeah. one of the really biggest <laughs> stars in the <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. But like but early on he was fucking up a lot.
1: Two thousand six Vin Diesel was looking pretty iffy. Right. All right, just a second. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get high concentration of Vin Diesel. Uh, Coming up from 1994, his Toy Fair performance. Oh, my God, you have to see this to believe it. Here it comes.
4: We're looking at Boomer. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. Say hello to that round mound of pound and his power slam. Very deadly. He loves to tenderize the competition before he eats them. Then we've got... Sledge the Hammerhead. Sledge the Hammerhead loves to floor the competition with the flying headbutt. (laughs) You got me? He's the leader of the street sharks. He's a great warrior. (laughs) He's got the feel-real shark skin. And his special power is the right-hand roundhouse punch. He sends a competition to a watery grave. Boom! Death. You. I want to show you something up close and personal. I've got something here with such fantastic detail, it's going to blow you away.
1: That was fantastic
4: detail. I'm Rocky Balboa action!
2: I am. I remember the street sharks. We
1: just watched uh, a Toy Fair performance from young Vin Diesel in 1994... Uh, looking swole, looking swole, demoing <laughs> demoing the Street Sharks toy line, uh, and dropping the phrase vin details," showing even in '94, <laughs> he was ready to. He was, was branded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: if you was, could believe Vin Diesel's not his Christian name. <laughs> That's a <laughs> Hollywood
1: <right>. name. <laughs> he was not. He was not born to Mister and Mrs. Diesel. <laughs> no. said, that, my friend, is a Vin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? He was very committed
1: to that performance. I just, I just wanted you to get a little bit of Vin Diesel because I feel like thank you. I appreciate. Out of all the people <laughs> in this little marathon, uh, you're you're missing out on that quality. Uh, I might, I don't know, if I, I might bring that back for Hobbs and Shaw, but like that, <laughs> that uh, this movie especially lacked a, lacked a, lacked some Vin. Some Vin. So.
2: There, is, there was a time in his career where he could have been a very good actor. Yeah, because he was in Saving yeah. Private Ryan.
1: Whoa! Park. That's the is?
2: first movie I remember him from. Yeah, and he dies very early on. Yes, and it's a great scene. And then he was in this movie with Giovanna Ribisi called
1: Boiler Room, mm-hmm. which is a really cool movie about like uh, Wall Street guys. Yeah. Um. And there's this this movie where he played a lawyer. I think I can't remember what it's called, but he had his he had hair. Yeah, he had his natural curly hair for like. And he had he got wow. great reviews for that. And then that.
2: He took a turn. I think it's because he's so huge. That it was tough. And of for course, yeah. his name is Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you're like, you know, I can do these like challenging <laughs> acting roles, or I can be part of like the biggest movie franchises exactly. by just like having muscles.
2: Do a movie where I have one line like, I do hide. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, kid, let's race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ah, uh, what a gift Vin Diesel is to all of us. All right, Irene, we're. We're running out of time here. And any final thoughts? Have you learned anything uh, about the world of men that you didn't know? Or any final thoughts on Tokyo Drift or or et cetera? (sighs)
0: I think it just, like, confirmed my belief that um, cars are dumb. (laughs) Cars are dumb. And I'm so
1: glad, Brian, you brought up socialism because I feel these these movies are so wasteful. They are. They're so wasteful. They must destroy all
0: these cars.
2: But I I promise you in the next one they will probably, because they try to tie in, like, timely storylines now, there will be some sort of political or social aspect. (laughs) Because, like you said, the last one was about, like, Data insecurity. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Russia. Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure there'll be some like Bernie aspect for of, sure. Like, Bernie's in it. <laughs> he could be. I mean, there's so many people in these movies now. They have Kurt Russell in them. They have Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren oh my
0: God. is
2: in them. Yes. She because she's just in real life. She's just friends with Vin Diesel, and so he just convinced her to they like play Ed
0: Sheeran in Game of Thrones yeah they play <laughs>
2: this is so ridiculous they play Dungeons and Dragons together that's adorable and that's how yeah that's how they became friends I knows he, everything about I, this know, I'm, a, I'm a fucking loser do you have any desire to see any of the other Oh, oh I'm
0: not gonna like now I'm probably gonna watch them
3: <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's all I wanted to
2: know
0: like, I'm not <laughs> up on my high horse or I'm like this is stupid I'm gonna watch them all <laughs> so this is what's crazy
2: about this, this universe they've created the story is so deep so Hill and Mirror who's real-life friends with Vin Diesel, he pulls her in so they just create this character for her and they're like, oh, she's like Jason Statham's mom. (laughs) And so now his character (laughs) has like this whole threat, Like it just every branch of this story has gone off into like ridiculous oh, you know, directions what i
0: have seen my boyfriend like pulled it up on youtube and maybe watch it is a scene where jason Statham like has a baby and it was like shooting people <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's one of the best I was, I was like okay <laughs> yeah that is that is that is cinematic again very magic. unsafe <laughs> yeah. don't bring babies to the shootout <laughs> that, was,
1: that was his hero makeover he shot bad guys while protecting a baby so he's okay now protecting a baby or using it as a shield (laughs) i mean you know potato (laughs) potato whatever uh all right irene i love this discussion wish we could go on for like forever wish i wish that we could just watch all the movies right now (laughs) but we, we cannot uh Let everyone know in the audience uh, where they can find you online and in the comedy community.
0: Absolutely. Um, Online, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm just underscore Irene Mero. Please follow me. It's all I live for. (laughs) Um, And in New York, I run a show at Cobra Club called We're Tired. It's
1: the last Thursday of every month. Wonderful. And Brian, uh, let everyone know where they can find you.
2: Um, Just go to brianyang.com and you'll find my social media links, my podcast link, and everything will be there, and uh, I run a show at Beauty Bar every Tuesday in the East Village, and then you can see me at Stand Up New York um, most nights of the week. Nice. If I'm not performing, I will be
1: at the bar and you can talk I've to seen me about you at the, the bar the quite a few years. times <laughs> <Yeah>. taking questions <laughs> yes. I, I think most of the times that brian and i have hung out have been at stand-up new york at the bars talking about han. <laughs> talking about han, <laughs> yes. absolutely yeah. our entire friendship is <laughs> that's like is stand-up exactly. new york and han <laughs> yes that's
2: exactly what happened
1: uh mm-hmm. and uh as always my name is gina bloom you can follow me on all social media at gina bloom j-e-e-n-a-b-l-o-o-m uh, my website is Gina Bloom Does Comedy. And, of course, you can follow me right here on the More Banana Network. Uh, season 2 of Sweet the Ladies Guide to Bro Culture, is underway. Uh, and if you're in L.A., you can find me uh, at Make It Rain Comedy. That we do that every month once we get our new venue. And you can find me oftentimes at the Improv Lab. And you can talk to me about Han there if you want. That's... Coast to coast. Coast to coast. <laughs> Han talk. <laughs> Han talk.
0: By coast. Wherever yeah. you are, there will be
1: someone at a comedy club uh, wanting to talk <laughs> about Han. <laughs> uh, and that is all the time we have. Uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for their time and their, for their fantastic details. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Sweet Ladies' Guide to Bro Culture. Thank you. <laughs>